Well, hello. Happy Saturday. I am uh I'm up in Blacksburg, Virginia, visiting my parents. So that's pretty awesome. Pretty pleased about that. Uh it, last week I started uh on Saturdays like a struggle Saturday or whatever. I don't know what I'm going to call it. I'm probably not going to call it anything. I'm probably just going to do it. You don't have to label everything in your life. So there's a lesson for you. Uh, yeah, so I, I've got a list of things that I want to share. And I was looking at that list today. And I saw that there was one subject in particular that I was feeling a lot of resistance about sharing. So figured, fuck it, that might be the subject that I share today, just to get it out of the way, and because I think, I think that sometimes those things that you feel the most hesitant or uncomfortable about doing are those things that you might benefit from doing the most, or might benefit the most from doing. So here we go. Uh, I struggle with a body image like all the damn time. It, I'm not quite sure when it started. I know that as a kid, I was a little bit of a porker. Uh, I don't know if, you know, because I don't quite remember what I weighed. Well, I remember what I weighed, but not really my height. So I don't know if I was technically medically obese, uh, I was pushing it. I was a pretty heavy kid, I think. But, um, no, I was a heavy kid, and I don't know where I fell. Anyhow, uh, I never really, like, felt distress about it. Like, it was never anything that I beat myself up over or anything like that. Um... I was aware of it, and I knew that I was significantly uh, more heavy and carried around more body fat than the rest of the kids around me. You know, like, I knew that. I knew that, but it wasn't like I felt like a failure or anything like that. I just thought, oh, like, this is what I am. Uh, I do recall that I had man boobs or boy boobs at the time, and... uh I remember walking like bent over or hunched over because I thought that that would prevent my boobs from being visible like in my shirt silhouette or outline, contour, whatever the word is. So I remember doing that. Uh, I don't recall ever being particularly uncomfortable like taking my shirt off or anything. Uh, in high school, I became a little bit more aware of it. Um, I do recall, uh, <laughs> oh God. So just teenagers being dicks to each other. I remember there were some guys in the group that I ran around with who would talk about my boobs as being bitch tits. And I giggle about it now because that's such... <laughs> It's such a mean thing to say, but like, I just, I just didn't really worry about it. Like I was, 
I was actually, in retrospect, I think I was pretty secure. Uh, like, I was pretty confident based on things other than my body. You know, I just, I thought I was a pretty cool dude. I thought I was pretty funny. I had good friends. I just, you know, my body was not anything that I necessarily worried about. Like, I wanted it, obviously, like, I, I wanted it to be different, but it was a want. It wasn't anything that I really stressed over. Like, I worked out, I played sports, and I was much more concerned with, from a, from a physical perspective, I was much more concerned with how I performed than how I looked. Like, it mattered, of course, but it wasn't a primary concern for me. Like, I just wanted to wrestle better, and I wanted to lift more weight. You know, I, I was much more concerned with performance than with how I looked. So, and, and as I lost or gained weight, uh, fat or muscle, like it would, I, I would be, I would notice it and I would be pleased when my body composition would shift towards a leaner or stronger or healthier composition. And I would think like, oh, maybe something needs to change when my body would shift towards a different body composition. But it was never anything that really caused me distress. Um, similar throughout college. Like, throughout college, I was never... I was, I was in pretty average shape in college. If not, maybe just like a little bit maybe like a little bit on the bigger side at times and then a little bit on the leaner side at times. Like, dude, I yo-yoed so, well, a fair amount in college uh, just based on essentially how much beer I was drinking at the time. Like, oh, Jesus, I remember there was one year where, let me think here. I think at the end of, I think it was either my fourth year or my third year. I took five years to graduate. Uh, it was either at the end of my third year or my fourth year. I definitely had gained probably about 30 or 40 pounds. And I hit it rather well, but I think, well, I don't know. I think I did. But I think I gained like 30 or 40 pounds in the span of a semester <laughs> just, just from like partying. Um, and so, like, I would notice when that would happen in college. But it would never be like that big of a deal. Uh, I just I just didn't care about it. And you know, this is all my recollection. Like I could be having friends listening to this right now, thinking like, "Oh God, like I didn't even know this happened," or they might be thinking, "Yeah, dude, you definitely, you definitely uh, were gaining and losing weight." You know, I have I have no idea. And I understand that this is all my perception of what was going on. And that's okay, because that's what I'm here to share with you. My perception of what was going on. Uh, so, anyhow. College, again, I was aware of changes in my body. I lifted weights. I was pretty active. I ran, all that good stuff. And I was still just more concerned with performance than with how I looked. And similar to what I shared earlier, 
uh, I was pretty secure in other things. I was just just a pretty secure dude, you know? Just, yeah, I cared about my body, but it wasn't anything that was at the forefront in terms of how I looked. I just, uh, it was what it was, and I was focused on other things. Then, when I graduated from tech in 2009, that's really when things changed. I think when I was taken out of my strong social support group, uh, I'm, well, I moved out to Arizona, and I was in the middle of freaking nowhere, and I think I had nothing else to focus on. Or let me rephrase that, because I could have probably found other things. I didn't find other things to focus on to fill all of the acti- all of the time and energy that I basically when I graduated, all of the time and energy that I had been focusing on classes, social activities, extracurricular stuff. Uh, All of that time and energy was, it it was, uh, I didn't have anything to direct it towards, or I did not find other things to direct it toward. So I also felt like as an adult, I should get my acts together and start quote unquote eating healthily. And so I don't want to get too into the details with that but um but that's when I really started to look at my body and how it looked and I started to weigh myself daily and because I now I legitimately when I graduated was carrying around some extra weight in an unhealthy way um and I I would say that I, in retrospect, still looking back at that, it was a good idea for me to want to get healthier and lose that ex- lose that weight as a byproduct of getting healthy. I didn't have that specific perspective. I just thought losing weight would make me healthy instead of getting healthy helping me to lose the weight or the weight being a byproduct of the health. But anyhow, uh, that's when I really started to focus on my weight and how I looked and my shape and whether I had a six pack. And so for the next, this is probably like 2009 still, for the next like four to five years, probably up until about 2014, I just like really, really, really freaking focused on my weight and my size and like just trying to get, trying to look a specific way, trying to look shredded and jacked at the same time, but I would never really get anywhere with either pursuit because I would jump from one extreme to another like either starving myself or absolutely stuffing myself silly. And so I 
ended up losing a crap load of muscle mass, uh, which sucks, but it is what it is. Uh, I lost a crap load of muscle mass, a crap load of strength, and uh, I just never, ever, ever, ever reached the body composition that I wanted. And that goes that goes two ways. From an objective perspective, I never reached it, but had I, I would have never been pleased with how I looked. I just, I would have never been. I was not in a mindset where I would have ever been okay. And that, I think, really drove my obsession with my weight and how I looked was just, I had poured all of my self-worth into that. Or I was, mm, hmm, yeah, I would say not all of it, but I would say that I focused, I, I thought you know, I was very interested in things like nutrition and training. And I thought at the time that if I didn't look the part, that people would think I was an idiot for putting so much time and effort into my health and fitness. I thought that if I didn't look absolutely freaking, you know, like model shape, that people would uh, would judge me or, or something like that. Um, so, let's see. So that went on until about like 2014-ish. Then I started to focus on other things again. I started to find interests and activities. And that's when I started thinking about like blogging and all that kind of stuff and sharing what I had learned and you know, that is when my focus steered away from my body composition. I was absolutely still aware of it, uh, and still am, which I'll get to. But, you know, I had mentioned that this started when I graduated, and that was because my attention that had been directed towards other things during college and high school and whatnot had nowhere else to go. Uh, I gave it nowhere else to go. And so then around 2014, once I started finding other things toward which to direct my attention and my energy and my time, that is when I was... Uh, that is when I started to shift my attention away from just how I looked and more towards, like, health, which is something I was always concerned about, but it was not... I wouldn't say that I was actually practicing. From a practical perspective, my body composition was the driving factor for several years. So, pretty much since 2014... I've been, uh, I've been in a pretty good spot in terms of like really focusing on health and really focusing on how I feel and how I perform and like keeping mobility and I do still like getting stronger. Uh, lately that hasn't been too much of a priority for me at all. I've really just been focused on like moving well, um, and 
it's been like an upward trajectory. It's not like a switch flipped like four or five years ago. It's like a switch flipped. And I went from being completely focused on my body composition to being completely focused on how I feel and perform. It's just been like a gradual, like dialing a knob in that direction. And so my body image now, like, I still struggle with it every damn day. Uh, You know, I'm still, oh, I'm still definitely conscious about my chest. And I think that's just patterned from when I was a kid. Uh, I am conscious of my lower back. That's an area like love handles. I've had love handles and in my head, at least I still do. But then I'll see like, it's weird. This is where I'm at now. It's like, sometimes I'll see myself in the mirror or I'll see myself in the reflection of a window or I take progress pictures every week just to kind of like keep myself accountable. And I will sometimes look at those and I'll think, oh, dude, like you look pretty good. Like you're looking kind of lean. You're kind of filling out a little bit. So I'll think that sometimes. But then sometimes I'll look and I will just like pick myself apart. Like, oh, like you're putting on a little bit of size there, Rob. Like, oh, you're getting a little soft there, or, oh, you know, like, I don't know, I just, I just pick myself apart, and that's actually one reason why I do progress pictures, and I do weigh myself regularly, and I do take, like, girth measurements with a tape measure, is because when my mind starts going into negative mode, or self-critical mode, I can always say, wait a minute, okay, let's look at the data. Like, let's look at these objective trackers of your progress. Um, And then I am also doing really well with focusing on how I feel and focusing on things like, how is my resting heart rate trending? How is my sleep quality trending? How is my range of motion with different uh, different body parts? How are those changing? Uh, you know, I'm focusing way more on that. Health and performance. And I found that the more that I focus on health and performance, the more my body composition changes in the quote-unquote favorable ways. Uh, But then I also have stopped worrying about it so much. Um, I'm focusing on other things like my blog and this podcast and a job. And I'm focused on just not wrapping myself up in body composition so much. So it's still a process. Like it's, it's something that I still have to manage every day, but it's all good. Like, it's nothing that I really distress about. Uh, I know that it's, I know that there are things about it that I can control, and there are things about it that I cannot. And so I just, I just do the work. I focus on keeping myself healthy, and keeping myself feeling good, and keeping myself moving well, 
and then I let the body composition do what it does. And when those thoughts enter my mind that are not productive toward my best life, I'm aware of it, and I work to manage them. So, if you are also struggling with body image, consider focusing on other aspects of a most excellent life. Consider focusing on health. Consider focusing on your performance. I know that may be easier said than done, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to say it. If you found this podcast helpful, share it, tell a friend, hit me up, say hello, Rob. That was an awesome episode. Thank you. Uh, or just apply, apply what I've shared with you today in some way. Take action. Pursue your best life. You are worthy of that. You are worthy of living the best life, of living like you love yourself. Have a most excellent day. Bye-bye.